Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're gonna wanna write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love, healing, and growth out to a greater audience. Hey, welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. So happy that you came back. If you were here last week, I started talking about my experience as an MC. And in my career, that's one of the things that I talk about the most because it's one of my most favorite jobs. And I think the reason it's my most favorite job is because I know that I can charge my fee because I love this work and I know that I'm really good at it and I'm constantly striving to be better at it. And I still get nervous when I do it. And it's the biggest job that challenges me. So for example, as a coach, I'm challenging others. It's definitely challenged me too. I want to keep up with that work. Those are my two favorite, favorite things is conference MC or any sort of MC uh, for any sort of event and coaching, speaker coaching. I love those both more than keynote speaking. I do love keynote speaking, but that would be probably a number four where classroom facilitation is number three. So one and two is conference MC, um, speaker coaching, and then after that is classroom facilitation or training, and the fourth would be keynote. So there's a little bit about that, but I've been talking about the challenges around conference panel discussions, and it's really the timing. It's all about timing, and that's another thing that makes me really good at being an MC is the timing of the conference is so important to me because I know as the MC that's something that's really important to people who are attending, and it's really important to the people that hire me. I know as an attendee, if you are sharing, and I may have said this in the last one, but if you're sharing a message and you are expected to be on stage from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m., people want you to start at that time. People want you to start at 10 a.m. And if the speaker in front of you goes behind, then that gets pushed back. And then your time either gets shortened, to which you're probably not prepared to, like, what do I take out of my presentation? And then your 10.45 a.m. end time, people are depending on that. They're depending on that because we plan our lives around schedules. And often, I want to hear the speaker. They go on from 10 a.m. to 10.45 p.m. I'll call you after that presentation, or I'm going to call my kids, or I'm going to check that email that came in. I need to get shit done. So sticking to time is so important. And I know as a speaker because this is what I do for a living and with my clients, is once you get on stage, 
time sort of disappears for many of us. Time sort of disappears. You're just up there. Whether you're nervous, you're focusing on your nerves. If you are, maybe you're a little bit nervous, but you are feeling a little bit more prepared, you're still up there and it's it's definitely a bit of a high and you lose track of time. So it's not your fault. <laughs> if you're someone who's ever gone over or you get up there and you're just like, I don't know how to stick to my time. It's not your fault. I get it. And I'm hoping to solve that problem for you because as an MC, as a speaker coach, I know that so many people get their opportunities to speak at conferences. Conferences are a huge part of my life. I do so much of my work at conferences. I love conferences. I love the opportunity to bring people together. It's a place where people learn, people connect, and conferences are fucking amazing. I fucking love conferences. So because of my last experience, um, I started making some notes as the... MC. And these are things that I've been thinking about for such a long time. But what I finally did last time at the last event was I started actually making notes on things that I would do differently or things that I would bring out in the training. And so this podcast is going to be an introduction to that training that I'm offering. So let's talk about conference panel discussions. So first of all, as an MC, I do not love panel discussions. I don't love panel discussions because People don't know how to moderate them. Again, not your fault. We're not taught how to moderate. And for the most part, we have a general idea of what we're doing. But being able to give everybody the right amount of time to highlight your speakers. And of course, if you're familiar with panels, you'll know that panels usually have two or more speakers. Two should never be more than three. Four is kind of ridiculous. But again... What I'm going to share with you today will give you a little bit of how to prepare. That's what I want you to do. How to prepare as a moderator and how to prepare as a panelist. So first of all, if you have been invited to speak at a conference, congratulations. That's a really exciting opportunity because when you get invited to speak in front of an audience of hundreds of people, that's incredible. Conferences are usually more than 300 people. I have emceed conferences as big as 1,100 people in the audience. And the amazing thing about that is you get your message and your expertise to so many different people. If they're people who are all over North America, fantastic. If they're people from all over the country, that's amazing. That's so amazing to get highlighted in front of all of those people in so many different areas of their career. So congratulations. If you're invited to speak at a conference, that means your work is valued, your expertise is recognized, and people who are putting their conference together want to hear directly from you. Again, often conferences want to get as much information and as many incredible speakers as possible. So what you are contributing is going to be so valuable to what attendees are going to be going home with. And because of this, it's so important to stick to your time. It's so important to stick to your time. And so at, before I get into some of my points, I want to share this with you. Conference presentations are for summaries and they're for planting seeds. So this is not the time for presenting deep level content. 
So depending on your time, of course, depending on how many people are sitting on your panel with you, depending if you're moderating, your time is actually a lot less than the participants who are sitting as the panelists. The idea for conference presentations, and this is to everybody, planners for conferences, um, anyone who's attending a conference, anyone who is speaking at a conference, the idea is to highlight what is the ultimate priority of your work? What is the ultimate outcome of your work? What is the ultimate points? Because it's so important to you to respect the time that you have at the mic. Because you're going and sharing your expertise, that really demonstrates your how generous you are, and that's incredible. But conference presentations are for summaries and planting seeds. It's not time to go into your full biography. It's not time to go into your full description of entirety of your work. It's not the time. Conference presentations are not for that. A good time for delving deep into your work would be facilitating your own podcast, facilitating your own Zoom call, and using the conference time to plant the seeds to let people know this is what I'm doing. And if you have any interest in this, then I'm the person that you should reach. That's ultimately what conference presentations are for. Okay. And I cannot stress that enough. So it's, it's important that when you have a panel presentation that you know the length of time that you have on the agenda. And let's say that you are a speaker who is in a panel for 30 minutes. There's one moderator and another speaker. So there's going to be three speakers and you have 30 minutes on the agenda. It's important for you to know that. And this might make you bang your head against the wall a little bit. But if you have that much time to speak on a panel, what you're going to do as an effective presenter is you're going to create a five-minute presentation. A five-minute presentation. What that's going to do is that's going to allow the moderator to give an introduction and present some questions. That's going to be really quick, two to three minutes. Because if you're the moderator, this is not about you. Same thing as an MC. This is not about me. But as the moderator, you're going to do a quick introduction. Again, not bios. Bios should be shared in advance. People are coming to listen to these speakers. They already know who they are. So a quick introduction, um, maybe, you know, something personal that they want to add, that's totally fine. But two to three minutes in a 30-minute presentation. And then you allow each of the speakers to have a five-minute presentation. And again, this is just a summary. This is just a highlight. This is just a quick story on something amazing that's been happening in my work, something that we learned, uh, the biggest lesson that we've had, the biggest goal that we're working on a five-minute presentation on that. And so each speaker is going to go through a five-minute presentation, and then you're going to leave time. So that gives that's 13 minutes. That gives you a Q&A for 15, 15 minutes as well. And this is so important. And so the moderator has the opportunity now to ask some questions to get deeper in that 15-minute Q&A. If you are allowing the audience to ask some questions, then this gives them the opportunity to lead the presentation. And what's really good about that is you're presenting information that they want to hear because they're asking the questions. And so people in the audience are going to be pleased that they're getting the information that they went for. 
If you are doing a 45-minute slot and you have three speakers plus a moderator, and you know what, that to me, as a speaker and as a MC, that's excessive to have that much information in 45 minutes, but I get it. Sometimes it needs to happen. And so for the introductions, you're going to do the same thing. The moderator is going to take two to three minutes, same thing, just very brief introduction, something personal, really set the tone. That's your job. And for 45 minutes for three speakers, you can go up to nine minutes each presentation. But again, my suggestion is you plan a five-minute presentation and that way, if you have a tendency to go over or you want to add a little bit of a story, you can go up to nine minutes. And if each panelist prepares in this manner, then everyone's going to get an opportunity to complete a full presentation. That's going to feel really good to go in knowing how you're going to start, knowing how you're going to end, and then wrapping that up between five to nine minutes. That's incredible. The audience is going to be like, yes, they were so effective. That was a good speaker. And then if each person goes through that, that's 30 minutes or minus three. And again, you have 15 minutes for discussion. That's incredible. That's an opportunity for the, the moderator to ask a question, but to prioritize questions from the audience. And again, you're going to be answering the questions that the audience is looking for. And that makes you a very effective speaker. So those time slots, that presentation doesn't sound like a lot of time. But again, conference presentations are for summaries and planting seeds. This is not time for presenting deep level information. Highlight the priority of what your work is and respect the time of your audience, the MC of the organizers and the other speakers. If you have more material that you want to share, present a copy of an electronic presentation. You can you can have that up on the slides, but don't plan to go through everything because you're not going to be able to do that in five minutes. You're going to go over and it's going to be frustrating. People want to hear your information, but if they have to call the babysitter, if they have to call their boss, if they have to return an email, then it gets really frustrating and then they're no longer focused on listening to your message. So have a presentation for electronic distribution ready to go send that to the organizers in advance. And then another way to get information to the audience is you can say to anyone who wants more information, I'm holding a Zoom meeting on Monday. It's free. It's one hour. Anyone can attend. Like, holy shit, can you imagine the attention that you're going to get? Because people are going to get time to ask you directly Q&A, and then you can go deeper into your presentation materials. How amazing would that be? Okay, so that's it for today. Let me know what you think. JessicaDumas.ca on Instagram. Follow me on there. Send me any questions. I want to help you be a more confident speaker. Use your voice to take up space. I offer six-month coaching, and you can send me a DM on Instagram, and there's also an application to book a call with me in my Instagram bio. So talk to you next week. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and send a link to your sister, your best friends and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. 
If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to take me at jesskadumas.ca. Thank you.